heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. There are multiple ways to look at a shooting like this, and everybody has a perspective and an opinion to be sure. Uvalde, Texas now has joined Parkland and Sandy Hook uh, in a long list of horrific school shootings. In fact, uh, a point you may not even know that uh, this particular shooting marks the 27th school shooting this year alone. Uh, and uh, how about about 25 people have been killed in school shootings since January to put context to that. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's sad, incredibly sad. Uh, the frustrating point of this, I think, for many of us is that nothing is being done to change the outcomes. The outrage is usually quick, but it, and then it moves uh, fast because of the uh, news feed. It moves fast off the front pages. Uh, here, here's my message very succinctly to you, to parents, and then we're going to bring on expertise on the voice of a nation and uh, uh, cover this in, in full today. But, but here's my upfront message to, to, to all. If you're a parent today and you have children and you're sending them to school and you haven't checked in with the school security system or understand what they're doing for protection uh, and you're still sending your kid to school, you are part of the problem. You need to pull your children. If you want to get attention to this system and you, you, you want to really fix this problem, my friends, uh, pull your kids out of school. If, if parents did that collectively around the country, I, I'm talking from C to C people, if, if, if there's an exit strategy to get the kids, just, just stop sending your kids to school, everybody, just stop. And you want to see how quickly the, the officials will begin to treat this uh, that uh, like it should be treated. This is a bigger problem than people are coming on to, number one. And number two, uh, th these schools are now, they're sitting ducks and they're unprotected. Uh, they're protecting other things in society, but they're not protecting our kids. Uh, there's a lot wrong with that picture, friends. So if you, if you want change, if you really want change, we can sit here and scream and yell about the political and on and on and on. You, you, know, you know what I'm talking about here, okay? None of that is going to fix the problem. If you really want change, that's how you get change. We the people, you, you, you begin to pull your kids out of school collectively all the way across the board. You want to see how quickly there's a, there's a new policy initiated? Pretty fast. And that's what needs to happen, my fellow Americans. This is uh, an epidemic that has uh, sweeping the nation. There's a lot of copycats. There's, there's a lot of challenges to this problem. And uh, it should not continue on. Yes, all of our hearts go out to every soul that's lost and every parent that has to endure such incredible pain that how could anybody put a, a, a voice to that? You, you can't unless you've been through it. I, I, it would be a mess if I came on here and acted to you like I knew what uh, they, you know, they were feeling. Of course you don't, unless your kid is shot dead in a, in, a, in a school classroom. Problem is that it's too late. You can't do anything about it because life is that valuable. It once that is life is fleeting and it goes by and then it's I could have I should have I why didn't I I shouldn't have sent my kid to school that day and and all that comes into play 
Can't have it. Can't have it. Stop sending your kid to school and get everybody else to do the same. Absolutely. And if you need to homeschool or do something else, you'll figure it out. More important for their life than to worry about the little inconveniences, isn't it? That's where we're at right now, my fellow Americans. And so that's the message I delivered to you right up front here. Let's bring on here now Lieutenant Joseph Pangaro. He's a retired police lieutenant. He's director of school security, coincidentally, and host of Chase and Justice here on America Out Loud talk radio network here. Okay, Lieutenant Pangaro, it has been a while since we've been on here together, but uh, and it's always one of these cases that does it like this. So I propose up front, I just made a, a pretty big statement that I really hadn't talked to you about before, but you, you know far more about this. You're educated in this. It's, it's your discipline. You're, you understand the ramifications, but this isn't going to stop. This isn't going to stop today, tomorrow, next month, next year. It's not going to stop. That society has now accepted this as a way of life. It's going to continue on until the next screwball picks up a gun and goes in and does this sort of harm. Uh, and so I think the only way to fix it is to get their attention. The only way to get their attention is to create that sound, that giant sound in our country uh, that does not have kids in the classroom. Pull them all out and you want to see some action. What do you say to that? Malcolm, I heard you talking about that, and I think that you're absolutely right. Let me say that right up front. The problem we have here that I see, I, as you know, I do school assessments. I do people-based assessments. I try and save lives. I write articles about it. I talk about it on my show. I talk about it all over America Aloud. I'm trying to get the message out there, and I'm getting very, very frustrated. This is a horrific situation that has happened here in Texas. Those poor children, those parents, the entire community, our whole nation is wounded by this. I have been screaming from the rooftops, telling these schools that they have got to do something. Now, lots of them do. The Northeast, they do a lot of stuff. But what I hear across this country that is just so frustrating, it really has me angry today, is that they say, well, you know what? It'll never happen here. We're pretty safe. We're a nice community. Uh, we've thought about our security. And then they still leave their doors open. I, I did a, a program for Homeland Security in Pennsylvania a couple years ago, and it had to be 80 districts there. And I just asked the question, I said, who still leaves the doors open and unlocked in their schools? I thought there'd be nobody. There were 10 or 11 districts that raised their hands. And I said, why in God's name would you leave the doors open? They said, well, the parents uh, demand they want to be able to get in. It's not a prison. They want the kids to be able to get in. And it was shocking to me. And if it's not shocking this morning, your message to tell parents, these schools, they're worried about spending money on certain things. They do drills. I've seen horrible drills. They, they check off boxes that we did a drill. And you can hear the anger in my voice because these children are dead. And I know this district, uh, Uvalde, did a lot. I read their school, their school bio today. Okay. But I got to tell you, across this nation, they're not taking it serious. They see me. They hear me. They listen to me. What do they write? They read what I write. And then people will say, yeah, but you know what? Uh, to spend, to spend $25,000 to get an assessment and train our district, that's just, that's just ridiculously too much amount of money. We can't do it. Well, what is it going to cost in lives today in Texas? What's it going to cost that district uh, when every one of those parents eventually is going to sue the district and everybody else? It's, it, we're putting money in place of the safety of, of our children. Every parent needs to call their school board today, right now, scream and holler and say, have you done a security assessment? Have you had your staff trained? Do you have the right equipment in place? What are you doing to protect my kids? Mm -hmm. 
All right, let's talk about Uvalde. You, you said you looked at their whole background. I'm very curious now, and I want to bring to listeners. So what were they doing right? What were they doing wrong, please, according to the data you've looked at, Joe? Okay, so they, they seem to have had, um, they, they have an internal assessment team, which is good, which people that would look after threats. They monitored social media, apparently, according to them. They use it. There's lots of different services you can use to monitor social media. Um, they had the police involved. Apparently, they have a, a, a small district police department of a chief, a sergeant, I think, and a couple of officers. The problem is, and I see this, I see this in lots of districts, they may have an SRO, school resource officer, one officer or two for nine schools, and the officer rides between the schools, and you hope that they're on the right scene when the bad guy shows up. So Uvalde seemed to have understanding of school safety and security. They worked with the local police. But when you can see that even with that situation, apparently the elementary school doors were left open, unlocked. Why? Do we think was that, was that their policy, Joe, to leave them unlocked or was I, it? A... I can't speak what their policy is, but I know everything I've heard so far about this is that that particular school where this was, the, the doors were unlocked. The high school apparently gets locked down. Hmm. Wow. Uh, but, but the elementary school seems to have been unlocked. And I, and I can't confirm that. But every report I've heard so far, even listening to the uh, officials on the ground, say he walked into the school. Yeah. Now, if you just walk into the school, that means the doors are unlocked. Uh, we know in, in Sandy Hook, uh, the killer tried to get in and the doors were locked. They did the right thing. They, they had practiced this. Unfortunately, they didn't protect their glass. And he just simply shot out the glass and stepped in the school. Well, let me let me interrupt you there. Does that mean you need when you say they didn't protect their glass? Does that mean we need to have like bulletproof sort of glass? Is that the concept? Because he well, shot it all out there in Sandy Hook. Yeah, right. It's it's not necessarily bulletproof glass would be astronomically expensive. And sometimes we have to look at districts just do not have that much money. Well, I'm going to stop you right there. Now, I would disagree with that statement. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to, and not to you personally, but I'm going to push back on the concept. We send billions of dollars overseas doing all kinds of things. We protect all kinds of countries. We protect all kinds of situations. We protect all kinds of borders. We do all kinds of things. And then I don't think there's anything too expensive. It doesn't matter what the cost is. In fact, I don't really give a rat's ass what the cost is to put glass. I think every school should have protective measures in place. The protection of our kids should be number one. They should be made like Fort Knox and they should be a police security officer. there, armed, ready and willing. And all those protective measures should be placed as well as lockdowns. That's what I'm saying. What do you say to all that? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy at all. Let, let's look at this. Let, let me finish my, your answer to you. There, there is stuff that can be put on the window. It's called window glazing. It's crystal clear. You can never see it. It's very inexpensive. And what it does is you can shoot through it, but the glass does not drop. If somebody, you know, I'm a big guy, I'm 240 pounds. If I went to that door with a sledgehammer, it would take me three minutes to knock that glass out. In three minutes, you can lock down, call for help. So there are things that people can do. And that's what a threat assessment does for you. It tells you where you're weak and what you can do. As far as the government spending money, you're right. The problem is getting that money through the grants. There's grants out there. But do you know how ridiculous these are to get as opposed to, hi, I'm the superintendent of uh, the out loud school district. We have children that are at risk here and we would like money to put in cameras and and glazing and window stuff and higher security. Uh, How much can I get? Well, here's. 87,000 pages of paperwork with almost impossible things you have to come up with in details. They never get the money. Yeah, It's available. It's so hard to get. How about just figure out what each district needs, have the district hire a consultant like me and say, what do they need? And then do it. 
that would be a way to spend that money. If the government's going to spend money, spend money, and keep our schools safe. All right. So the president comes out in a national address on Tuesday evening and said uh, that uh, he asked lawmakers to press uh, common sense gun laws is what he calls it here. Uh, And he said we've tried and failed and that we need these uh, gun laws. Of course, the 10 crews come out and said inevitably when there is a murder of this kind, you see politicians try to politicize it. You see Democrats and a lot of folks in the media whose immediate solution is to try to restrict the constitutional rights of law abiding citizens. Uh, the problem is the people who do these are not law abiding citizens. The people who do these killings never follow any kind of law. People don't get the concept of what we're speaking about. It is very basic elementary math we're speaking about right now. They just don't follow. It doesn't matter how many gun laws you put into place. It's irrelevant to the conversation. And anybody who brings that up is a moron uh, because they're not really understand. You're never going to get rid of evil off the planet. You're never going to get rid of guns off the planet. To ban them off of, of, of law-abiding citizens is lunacy. I mean, it is common sense. One, two, three, ABC cannot do. Now, if you got that part of the program and you understand that, do we all are insane? Yeah, the insanity here is incredible. And you want to do anything you can to help these families and these houses and situations. So here's the thing, Joe. That's why I believe. There's no kind of money that we should be short of to protect our kids to be sure. And I think unless parents collectively ask, and I think there needs to be a movement to pull all the kids out of school. And here's what I'd like to see. You know, instead of the federal government getting involved in all our lives, as they're so famous for, and bothering the hell out of the average American person and spending money like drunken sailors all over the world like they own the place, perhaps they should distribute some of that money to the states. Now, we don't need them to get involved more than that. They need to stay out of affairs. We need to keep our 10th Amendment strong and keep the feds the hell out of the business. That money should be distributed to the states and the states should be empowered, those governors, to use it, to give it to all those districts and put up all those glasses. Every school should have a, an armed officer there. To whatever degree that is, an armed officer, totally there. Give them an AK-47 at the front door if need be. Doesn't matter. Get it done. Lock all the doors. Put the glass up. Put bomb. I don't care what you got to do. Doesn't one life, Joe, one life for one parent is worth all of that. Malcolm, you're absolutely right. And and it just it just rolls through my head. You know, all the stories that we've heard about these things. We could the government has the money to do this. The government has the money to Amen. do around the world. They have the, the money to do this. Uh but the things you're saying are right. Let's secure our school. Everybody wants to say, well, I was disappointed with President Biden, to say the least, when he came out. I thought he was going to come out and and be presidential and bring us together. And instead, he immediately took the political opportunity to attack the gun rights of, of regular Americans. Is there some room here for us to find a way to make sure that someone like the shooter here in Texas, who obviously has some kind of mental issues, didn't get those guns? Yes, there is a way to protect my right and your right and everybody else's right to the right to bear arms. But we can also protect society. There is a way to do that. Unfortunately, we don't talk reasonable. What we do, get all, get rid. This is an opportunity to jump out and scream, get the guns, get the guns. And no one's going to agree to that. You're going to have a fight about it. And again, we're going to go past this incident. We're going to bury our dead. We're going to we're going to heal our wounds and move on until the next incident, which is only weeks, days or minutes away. And in the meantime, what have we done? What have we done? Parents, listen to Malcolm. Listen to me. Call your school district tomorrow. Demand they do the right thing. Tell them it's important to you to protect their kids. Right. It won't happen to me is the it won't happen here is the most dangerous thing anybody could. It wasn't going to happen to Yavaldi either. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a peaceful little town. I mean, uh, where everybody knows your name sort of thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it happens everywhere. It always happens in peaceful towns. I mean, that's got nothing to do with nothing. But it's even more than just calling your school, which I, I think it's a good advice you give there. But uh, I think the exit strategy of pulling your kids out of school or not sending them back in the fall time would send the message. Uh, and, uh, and here's the message. Kids are getting out right now for the summer break across the, the country. Sure. OK. These kids, by the way, in Uvalde were two days. Listen, think about this in your mind. Two days away from having summer holiday. Now they got they 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 are now put away for the for no life. There's no life left left for these human beings. These these children. It's been snuffed right out by lunacy. Total total lunacy. You know the brain is a funny thing, friends. The brain is a funny funny thing. The the, the derangement that happens in people, and you know what I'm talking about, Joe. There's a derangement. I, we can't explain it. Some people just they don't see any value in life and. There's no remorse whatsoever. There's no feeling there. There's nothing. Nobody has home. And it's hard for us who have such passion and heart to really relate to that because we, we can't. We can't. So we say, how could anybody? Well, you don't really know. Well, they're deranged. They're not thinking on any level of that the way you and I would think. But we've got to address this, not just as a uh, a small crisis right now, but there needs to be a movement and a, to pull. I, I don't think the kids should go back to school. I'm, I'm just going to say it in the fall. I I think there needs to be a movement and a plan right now to prohibit the startup of school in the fall time for across the board, unless these things have been enacted, unless there's a gun, a, a, an armed officer in every school and protective measures with locked down system. These schools now need to be treated like Fort Knox. Uh, Joe, they are more valuable to children than gold and money ever will be. They need to, each school needs to be treated like Fort Knox. The kids are, are they are precious. They are the, the, the thrust of life. And we need to treat them like it matters, Joe. Malcolm, you're absolutely 100% correct. I have, uh, my children are now out of elementary and high school and middle school. Uh, but now my grandchildren are coming along and their schools need to be safe. We need to, this has to be a priority. We can talk about all the other nonsense. You know, there's a saying that uh, when you have a problem, you put out the fire at your front door and then you worry about how it started. You just put the fire out first. We have to secure these schools mm -hmm. and make them safe. Then we can worry about how we can, uh, you know, worry about the other problems that causes. Mm -hmm. The other thing that people need to, to concentrate on here is, could we have seen this guy coming? Well, there's, there's absolute uh, information out there because I teach it. It's called a human threat assessment. People that do this, Malcolm, they don't just wake up on a Tuesday morning and decide they're going to go kill everybody in the school. They, they, they say things, they put things on social media, they make commentaries, they behave in certain ways that if we're looking, we can identify many of them. Right? We can identify. Now, this school apparently had a system to, to monitor uh, social media. Well, this guy said stuff on social media. He put things out. He sent pictures of guns. He, he, he said things to people. This is where an investigation and having people prepared to identify these kind of threats can go a long way to shutting them down. But people don't take it seriously. They, yep. they don't see it. You know, oh, you can never tell. No, you can many times tell someone who's on a path to violence and then we intervene. So there's lots of things we can do. Secure the buildings, secure the, the schools, train the staff, make sure they have the equipment they need. And it, it's time now, instead of this, this argument about, you know, take away everybody's guns. How about secure the buildings? How about spend money on that? So I'm 100% with you with right there. Get every single school up to snuff. Make sure it's, uh, it's safe and have an armed individual there who's ready to fight back.
Yeah. Joe, um, your, uh, let me have your email address right now. So everybody, if they have a question with a school or something, they can reach to you directly. What is it? Absolutely. I, I, I always welcome uh, anything. It's the letter J and then my last name, Pangaro, P-A-N-G-A-R-O. And it's at true, T-R-U-E, securitydesign.com. J Pangaro at truesecuritydesign.com. Okay. Now, here's, um, you know, uh, Lieutenant Joe here, Brother Joe, as I refer to him, is um, uh, speaks from the heart always, uh, always does. You know, he's been with uh, the network here for about five years now. You know that, Joe, about five years. I, I know, uh, it went quick. You've been doing a show five years. Yeah, the, the network, it was just about a year after that you your show was launched. And it's called Chasing Justice. And he he's on the air. Uh, 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 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern time is the time. It, of course, you hear it at any time zone anywhere in the world on the iHeartRadio network on America Out Loud Talk Radio. But if you like real conversation and, and that authenticity, it gets involved in everything from, uh, again, shootings to um, political matters to our life, our country, our people, societal issues, all kinds of things. It's all about chasing justice, which, of course, place to our mantra here, liberty and justice for all. So I want you to uh, to know that about Lieutenant Joe Pangaro. Check him out, check the show out to know a little bit more about that. Now, what we'll do now, uh, friends, is, um, you know, you've been hearing me. Well, first of all, let me just tell you our new show, America Out Loud Pulse. Uh, is, it's our newest gem. Uh, plays every day at 5 p.m. Eastern time on the network. Amazing, amazing host. Uh, that you hear on that show, like uh, Dr. Marilyn Singleton on Mondays. And I won't go through all of them now. And of course, Dr. Peter McCullough on Wednesdays. Now, the Breggans are amazing. Dr. Peter Breggan on Thursday. So there's a great lineup there of of talent. And the the information coming on their show is incredible. So 5 p.m. and there's an encore uh, later in the day at 10 p.m. Eastern time. This is a big success already. We're already doing marvelous numbers there on that show. So check it out. You'll catch me on there on Wednesdays with Dr. McCullough as we go through and deliver a lot of answers back to your questions, that sort of thing. Also, don't forget CofixRx.com for the nasal rinse for the povidine iodine. Uh, America Out Loud listeners get 20% off. Got to use the code out loud. Uh, I just went through this with my wife with COVID uh, the second time around using this uh, Cofix RX. Uh, McCullough and I just talked about it on Micro Outlaw Pulse. Amazing, amazing, amazing. That's all I can say to you with the povidine iodine and killing the viruses in your nose. Uh, look it up yourself. You can click the banner ad back at America Out Loud uh, for that product or just go ahead and uh and uh, uh, you know, check into it more. Just f- f- see what you got to do. Feel it out, and and uh, get that product. Everybody in your household should have a bottle of Cofix RX. Twenty percent off, CofixRx.com forward slash outlaw. Get it, get it, get it. Now we're going to take a quick pause here. We'll be back. Lieutenant Randy Sutton will be joining us as well in just a bit here as we continue on with the crisis in Uvalde. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. 
Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix Rx. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Welcome back to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, uh, yours truly, and my fellow Americans. Uh, I always say thank you for being on the mission, and uh, to be sure, today is a very big mission. Uh, we are talking about the latest school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, uh, which uh, has joined the sad list of Parkland and uh, Sandy Hook, uh, and America's long list of horrific school shootings. As I mentioned to you, some of these school shootings are more horrific than others. This one marks the 27th school shooting this year alone. It is reported uh, 25 people have been killed in school shootings since January here. It is an epidemic and there are a lot of copycats and people see these things and they build on it in one shape, form or another. Now, let me just be clear. I'm going to bring on Lieutenant Randy Sutton in just a moment here, uh, whose expertise is uh, bar none, the, the excellente, the best at this. But I want to tell you right up front here, if you're still sending your kids to school right now, then you are making a very sad mistake. Here's what it's going to take to make change in this country. From sea to Shannon Sea. We're now coming into the summer break. These kids at Uvalde were two days away from, from getting out for a summer break. Now their lives are gone forever. They'll never have a summer break. They'll never have another moment of this precious life that we are given. It's been snuffed out again by a deranged uh, individual who, do, who you know, does sick things. People are sick and they do sick things. I don't know how else to describe it to you, man. But here's the thing. All this back and forth and gun business and all, it's just, it's just fodder and it's garbage for your ears. Uh, we all understand that one, two, three, A, B, C, bad people don't follow laws. It's very basic. It's very elementary math, in fact, okay? Uh, you can have all the gun laws from here to Timbuktu. It's not going to change a damn thing, okay? A period. End of story. Uh, derangement doesn't start or stop with guns. Never has, never will. Uh, the only way is an armed officer should be at every school. These things we need to be hold every school. They're sitting ducks now. They need to be like Fort Knox. Uh, just like we, we protect gold and money, our kids are more valuable than gold and money. And we need to, you know, to, people say, well, they don't have the money. I, I don't care about money. We send billions of dollars all over the world. We do all kinds of things as a nation. The federal government needs to just shut up and start sending money back to the states and leave it alone and stay out of the affairs. 
Uh, the 10th Amendment can do just fine. The states can run this thing themselves. Don't need the feds involved, just the money. They collect enough from Americans. They can send it back to the states. And pull up, pu put bulletproof glass. Yeah, it's expensive. I don't care how much it is. I don't care. Put it up. Put all the ornament in. Lock your schools down. Yes, that's where we're at today. And it's not going to change. It, it, so if you really want change, here's how you get it. We need a movement. We need a movement that there will be no schools started in the fall time. None. Who says that? We the people say that. Why? Because we're not going to tolerate it. So we're not sending the kids back to school, period. End of story. It doesn't matter. Do your job. Do your job. Send the money and then step out of the way. It's not complicated, people. You want to fix the problem? I'll fix the problem. Yeah, there it is right there. And for any parent who doesn't like that, too bad. I don't imagine there is one, but there could be. Well, I don't want to lock out them up. I don't want to, I don't want to hear that rubbish. These kids are now sitting ducks. All this thing do will, will continue to propagate into evil minds. It's never going to stop. Never. The only way it's going to stop is if we stop it. Cole should be an armed police officer. Give him an AK-47 at every door. Some person comes up, any evil person, and that'll be the end of their program before they can kill anybody else. Let's bring on Lieutenant Randy Sutton now. He's a 34-year law enforcement veteran, retired from the uh, Las Vegas Police Department, founder of the Wounded Blue, a peer support organization for injured and disabled officers. He's the host of The Voice of American Law Enforcement here on America Out Loud. Okay, Brother Randy, um, now I, I made some big statements up front there, but I really feel we're at the point of no more talk. No more talk. I don't want to talk about guns. I want to talk about anything else. I want to talk about securing our kids and derangement, mentally incapacitated people. That's all I want to talk about. And it's got to come back to we the people. If ever, all the kids are held out of school before they go back in the fall time, I got to, you want to get the attention of the elite and the uh, political people? That's the only way I know how to do it. Let me give you the floor. You know, it's interesting, Malcolm. Let's go back um, just a, uh, a couple of years during the... Um, the riots and, and the defund the police movement. And if you'll recall, one of the first things that the political left did, and when I say the political left, I'm talking about school boards across the country and uh, political leaders, they removed police officers from the schools and thereby made the children less safe in the name of their uh, of their political leanings and so if you if you think that if you think that the political left really cares about kids um, I think you need to think again and the uh, the idea of putting more police in schools is absolutely abhorrent to them so you why is that? Why is that, Randy? What, 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 what? Because you just put it out there perfectly. They removed them from the school. Why? Why? Because they're because of their um, narrative. Their narrative is that the police are the evil people. And um, and they still have have kept the police out of a number of uh, school districts. L.A. County or L.A. Uh, school district removed the police from from their from the district. One of the most violent school districts in the country, saying that that the the police were the problem. So of course, we know it's nonsense. We know that the police are the are the only ones 
they care enough to put their own lives in the line, you know, their own lives uh, at risk, uh, just as happened yesterday. Amen. Two police, two police officers shot. Officers that, that, that came up on that scene put themselves in danger. Many of them were off duty. They weren't even working. Yeah. The cops are the people who care. And of course, um, give them the opportunity to do what they do best, and that is fight crime. And it is going, I mean, I believe me, Malcolm, the last thing that I want as, a, as, as, a, as an American is to make our schools armed camps. I don't want, I, I, it's just, it, to, to, have, to have our kids so frightened that, um, you know, that, that they, uh, you know, they, go to, they go to school worrying if they're going to be shot. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible place that we are at. But the, but the reality is that the only way to stop a violent gunman like this is by having uh, a, someone who is trained and armed to guard those kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Randy. What about taking other measures like, uh, no, you can't have all the doors unlocked and glass that doesn't shatter and bust where they can blow, you know, uh, uh, you know, shoot out the glass. What uh, I'm referencing back to Sandy Hook again, which is what they did. Uh, but what about those two factors, Randy? Well, I mean, you can target hard in anything. Um, yeah. And all, all it takes is. But money. shouldn't we? Oh, I believe I believe that there should be definite target hardening. Um, you know, this the school yesterday, yeah. from what I understand, had multiple doors and openings that that gave access to the to the to the school. And so, you know, if um, the, the the technology exists to to harden the targets, and 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 I think that that's we're we're at the point now where. Um, with 27 school shootings this year, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it is an epidemic. That's what I called it, buddy. That's what I called it. I mean, so you can't fix this epidemic with business as usual, Randy, right? Doesn't work, right? We, we have to do some out of the ordinary things, don't we, right? Aren't we at that point? I believe we are. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs, yeah. but... The, you you have you have people that are that have become so perverted yeah. in their thinking yeah. that that their maliciousness their evil um, and, and they seem to they seem to you know um, kind of uh, want to be in competition with with the madness like I mean okay so we have we have all these children you know, these people killed this time but I think 19 kids, two adults. Well, that, that just makes it the, the next one want to do, you know, more. They, they, that's the, that's the madness here. And how do you, you know, we, we, you and I are, are, you know, somewhat, <laughs> I say somewhat normal people, right? It's hard for us to even conceive of the type of evil that it takes yeah. to go in and, and slaughter children, yeah. right? You, we, we want answers. You and I and the, the people who are listening right now, they're all searching the, the, the news, you know, tuned in all the time, and, and we want answers. Why? Why did this happen? Yeah. How did this happen? And then you hear the, the, 
the you know the the politicians, including the president, first thing they do: gun control, gun control, gun control. And the 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 weak-minded will latch on to that and and say, "Okay, well, well, maybe that's it," because you and I and normal people cannot conceive of of what derangement could be in a person's mind to lead them to do this. You know, I think back to the, you know, I was, I was, you know, heavily involved in the, in the Las Vegas, October 1st shooting reporting on that here in Las Vegas, where it was the biggest mass shooting in history. And, and we were desperate for answers. Um, you know, their conspiracy theories are abounding still to this day because we want to know how is it possible that someone could 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 do this evil thing? And the unfortunate reality is that this is our boogeyman. And um, we will never come up with the answer. And we will never be able to completely stop the madness because we don't we don't have um there there is no way to forecast it. Wow, Randy. The boogeyman, the way you say it there, just penetrated my thoughts a moment. You know, yeah, we really are dealing with an evil, evil boogeyman. Now, you've seen you you specifically, Randy, you, you've seen evil at its at, at the core. You have a life of service you've done in your entire life. And what you said, you described you and I normal moments ago. What what you're really speaking about, Randy, is. Uh, that you and we, you and I, and and I'm sure many others, but we have heart and soul, uh, heart and soul. And when you have heart and and soul, and you understand the 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 value of life and the importance. Now you've seen evil at its worst moment uh, throughout your decorated career. What is it? Have you ever been able to put your arms around that and isolate? What is it? Is, is there something in society that trips people off? As you just stated, to I mean, we don't understand how anybody would go to hurt any child, let alone go in and do a mass shooting and just killing people and sending them to their death in such a horrific manner. I mean, what is it that drives evil in your vast opinion that you've seen the core of that over the years and you've seen the look in people's eyes? Any idea what does that, brother? Well, you know, there's there's various levels of malevolence that lie within within the human being. Um, you know, we all have we all have um, you know good and bad parts of ourselves, right? I mean, right. none of us none of us uh, are are without sin, if you will. But there are people that are um, that are brought up as children often um, that are. Uh, that are victims of of abuse and it, it scars them forever then there's people that i just have to say they're just a bad seed you know you can have two people brought up in the same household one of them you know becomes a doctor to save lives the other one becomes a serial killer and and we would love to find an answer for it but there isn't any malcolm it, it doesn't exist now i don't know if you know this about me but I faced an active shooter. I faced an active shooter at a at a school, at a school dance who was shooting the kids, trying to kill, trying to kill children. No, I didn't know that. And um, yeah, it was uh, 
uh, excuse me. It was a, a life-changing moment for me. Um, I, you know, I, it's hard to, it's hard to describe, um, you know, uh, he, he targeted children at a high school dance and just randomly opened fire on them. And, uh, and then I wound up facing, facing him down and, uh, and killed him. Uh, wow. No, I did not know, Randy. Um, what, what, uh, what, what area of the country did that happen in? That was in Las Vegas. I see. That was Las in Vegas. Las Vegas. And, and long, you know, long time ago or? Long time ago. I was a, I was a patrol officer at the time. Okay. And, and, and I wanted to know why. Hmm. Um, in this case, he was fueled by a, uh, a methamphetamine psychosis. And he, he had told, um, he had told his girlfriend that God had appointed him the ultimate ninja warrior. And he dressed up like a ninja and went out to do his, his evilness. And, uh, and it was a, <clears throat> it was a moment that changed my life forever. I mean, it was, a, you know, police officers have defining moments throughout their career. Yeah. And, uh, and that this was, was this was a major one for me. Yeah. Did, did, did some, before you took him out and kill him, did he kill other people? He missed, he missed, he was randomly shooting. And, uh, um, luckily the kids all ran for cover and, uh, and wow. it, was, it was dark. So he didn't have a great, he didn't have a great methodology. Um, and luckily at that point he was, he was armed with a pistol. He didn't have a, you know, a long gun, which, you know, might've changed the scenario. Right. Right. This guy, I understand and Yavaldi, by the way, he had the long gun and he had a pistol as well. Did you see that? Yeah. And I understand he also had body armor on. Right. So I find that interesting because where do you think he came up with that idea? You know, but once again, you know, the, 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 the punk that, that killed those people up in Buffalo and he had military grade, um, body armor, which, which, um, you know, of course saved his life and, and gave him the access to kill even more people, um, being engaged and shot by the retired police officer up in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but you know, but suddenly body armor is playing a role in this. And of course this is, you know, police officers, um, have to prepare for that. Yeah. If we took the steps of doing what I outlined up front, Randy, and everything you've seen, I mean, we're dealing with an epidemic. You and I both agree this is an epidemic now. We're, we're, we're now in the year 2022. We see the record number of school shootings this year. I mean, it's not casual. It's not casual at all. Uh, the number of dead could be even double what it is very clearly. Uh, it's sad. What can what measurements? I mean, I, I lay them out pretty strongly, Randy. I think cheap talk is cheap talk, and I think they're going to continue to do cheap talk. If the president or political officials really wanted to make a, subs a substance difference and unite the country, 
I mean, I could have done that. I could have done that the night of the Ashuna by getting on the mic and as, as if I was a political leader and coming up with a plan, a real plan and sending money to the states and saying, this is what we need to do. No, I've, I've, I've got a unity task force we put together here. We're going to we're going to do this. We're going to have an, uh, absolutely armed officers in every school. We're going to have no unlocked doors. We have this has got to be a protocol that has got to be followed. We need to have glass that cannot easily be shot out. Uh, there are some various basic things that we're going to treat our children as the value uh, that they are in life and not as a throwaway commodity that is irrelevant. Uh, we're going to protect them like we protect other things in life. Had an official or president or somebody made that sort of a speech and said, now here, we're going to implement this now. Is everybody clear? And we're going to put evil to test right now. Uh, that would have been the answer, no? Well, think of all the money that was given to the schools in the name of COVID relief yep. and how that money was abused and, and uh, used for political purposes and how strong the teachers union was. Why isn't the teachers union demanding safety for these kids and for themselves? They have been silent. And this, this is the same teachers union that demanded the removal of police in the schools. So you'll never see the president come out and say anything like we we you want a comprehensive plan that 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 will that will actually be effective in saving the lives of children. The answer is to provide the funds to target harden and put cops back in schools. That's this is the simplest answer. I mean, cops have been fighting violence in schools for years. They've saved they saved multiple lives, and yet you rarely even hear about it. And here, we we know there there there's absolutely no shot, one shadow of a doubt that that the effectiveness of of police in the schools. Not only, not only for the safety of the of the of the children, not only in their capacity as as um, uh, police to protect these children, but also in the capacity that by by interacting with children in the schools, that's what helps develop respect and also create relationships that are vital for the police and the people to unite. And, and, and it's, a, it's an effective tool. And that's why in many of these school districts, uh, with, with, the, with the complicity of the union, the teacher's union, cops have been removed from the schools. So you're, you're gonna see a fight. They, 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 they don't wanna do it. They don't now, do you think they'll to... change their mind after Uvalde? Does it change or no with the unions? Well, did, have you have you seen one thing from the union? And I, you have won't. I have you not. You will, and and I, I'm I'm willing to bet you right now, you won't hear a thing from them when it comes down to anything meaningful. They'll just follow the party line, whatever it is that 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 uh, Biden says. Whereas if they were, if they really cared about their kids and about the safety of their teachers, remember a teacher was killed here too. Yeah. Two teachers. 
Yeah, one of them actually is the wife of a, of a, of a district police officer down there. Is that right? Wow. And, yeah. and, 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 and the, 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 the easiest solution, now let me tell you, we, there, there is no 100% solution, Malcolm. You could put an armed guard in front of every school, in every state, in every city, and there could still be a school mm-hmm. shooting. Right. But if you lessen the odds mm-hmm. and you harden the target, and a bad guy knows that if he goes in that school, yeah. he's going to face a good guy with a gun. There's going to be a, a whole different perspective from that individual. Because yeah. remember, th- these people are cowards. Amen. These yeah. people are cowards. What does it take to, to bring, bring a, a weapon into a school and shoot eight-year-olds, okay? Yeah. It's, it's, you're not... You're not uh, any type of hero you're a punk yeah yeah well as you say harden harden the schools i mean you would you, 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 there's no guarantees that you'll ever have zero with anything but i will tell you what you'll, you'll have odds that will be way 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 in our favor if we have if that becomes known randy and we have armed officers at all the schools it's mandated and uh, no open doors all over the place the schools are hardened now and the glass and all of that I think you would, I, I'll tell you what, I, I don't, I, I think this would reduce it. I mean, uh, pretty close to nil. I don't, I, and, and, and let me say this, once the message gets out there that it's, it, you can't get it, just like you can't get into Fort Knox anymore. Well, you can't get in here anymore either. You know, Randy? Well, you know, th- there is, there is actually a blueprint for this. Cool. Um, if you'll remember back in, uh, in the sixties, uh, in Israel, the uh, the terrorists uh, targeted the, the the schools. That was their way of of spreading their terror, and they would hit the of course the soft targets, which were just as we are now. And that was it was the schools in in Israel, and they would kill children. Well, Israel is a lot smarter than we are sometimes, and you have they haven't had a school shooting since they did exactly what you and I are talking about. See, there it is. I did not know that, Randy, but that's a hell of a piece of information uh, that that they did that in Israel, you're saying. Yep, that's for sure. They're always they're they're always five steps ahead of us. You know that, you know, the the Israelis, they always are really, you know, when when it comes to common sense. (laughs) Right. Well, they took, you know, they took they took action. Yeah. And it was decisive action. Yeah. They went, they protected their children. And we yeah. can do it too. Amen. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just, I think it, it angers me when I, when I think of, of all the money that was just abused by the, by the school systems. So such as in, in, in Los Angeles, you know, the, they, they, uh, they, come to to mind because they were so incredibly radical in their in their uh anti-law enforcement um uh uh, viewpoints so they removed the police vilifying the cops vilifying the police saying that they're the problem they're the threat and then they were given billions of dollars in quote covid relief money and what did they do with it they 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 used it to create um, 
a, a more divisiveness to uh, you know put critical race theory into the into the classroom and to uh, uh, and to you know indoctrinate their 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 students in an anti law enforcement um, narrative. And, 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 and unless we take the same approach that Israel has taken, we're going to continue to have this problem. And you answered it so nicely, so eloquently when you said, well, now they've had no problems since then, which is really what I believe would happen right now. But the only way to force that change, Randy, bottom line, is I'm telling you right now, my, my message is to the parents. It's not to, I, listen, I, I'll be very clear with you. I'm not talking to the politicians. I'm not talking to Washington, D.C. I'm not talking to Biden. I'm not talking to any of that garbage because it doesn't matter. Who I'm really talking to is we, the people, the, uh, moms and dads across this country. If you want change, here's how you get change. This is what you do. Do not send your kids back to school in the fall time across the board from C to C. Don't do it. Keep them out unless you follow this mandate. One, two, three. Give no option to any change to that. You, that's what's going to either going to make change. That's going to force the, the elite to succumb to what we the people want. Randy, that is the only way to get it done. Last word. What do you say to that? I, I think you're uh, you're actually right. In fact, it's it's activism. Um, you know, the, 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 the great American um, uh, way of life has been, the, you know, the, the, very often the silent majority, as, we, as we, we call them. And the silent majority can no longer be silent, can no longer be silent about their own safety and about the safety of their children. And, uh, you know, this is actually everything that we're talking about is, is in my new book, which is coming out in, in, in two months called rescuing 911 it's all about it's all about being silent no more becoming an activist and an activist doesn't have to be something negative an activist is is part of being an american and to play an active role yeah. in in creating an environment of safety a, an environment of of empathy of compassion and an and 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 uh, um, and justice it's the only way by, by uniting, just as you said, the parents of this, of this country, if they unite, there is no stronger voice. Yeah. Randy, the name of that book coming out in a couple of months, say it again, please. Rescuing 911. And it's available for uh, wait list right now. If you go to rescuing911.org, you can get on the wait list for the book right now. Rescue and 911. Yeah, you've always had a great series of books out there. This is going to be awesome, man, uh, to see this. Um, and we will surely help you with that. Um, that that's, that's terrific. And, you know, what you're really saying, the bottom line, Randy, is when you talk about activism and our voices and what we're speaking about with We the People, it's really about getting out loud in life. You know that, to use uh, something that's near and dear to us here, isn't it now, right? So we get, get out loud. Yeah, right? You're, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah, we, we can be silent no more, brother. We can be silent no more. And the way to do that is we, the people, they have to take the power. And by doing that, you're going to force change. That's the only way to make change happen in this country. Let the rest of them argue with themselves and fight, fight amongst themselves. Um, Randy, let me take a moment to, uh, to uh, celebrate, to thank you for all the work you do in, in light of the people. You know, we, we talk often, Randy, about service, service to society, service to mankind, humanity. 
we talk about within the medical profession, the med- we have some of the best of the best on our network, we're privileged to have, uh, but we talk about a lot of circles and we really need to talk about it in law enforcement as well. From day one, when we launched this amazing network, we took a real interest in law enforcement and doing the right things, as well as our military and other uh, forces. And so you have always been a voice of clarity. You've been a voice and a man of action. You've lived it. You speak uh, in real terms from that. So I want to thank you, brother. Well, I appreciate that, Malcolm. And I will continue to fight for justice. I'll continue to fight for law enforcement. And uh, as you know, uh, my my show is called The Voice for American Law Enforcement for a reason. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. That show, The Voice of American Law Enforcement, can be heard here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. Uh, you can hear it at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, but any time zone and anywhere on iHeartRadio. Um, you can hear it on our apps, Media Player. You know the drill, friends. You can hear it anywhere there. All the shows go to podcast, of course. Uh, And also we do a video. We put a video up on um, Lieutenant Randy Sutton as well. Uh, They're getting a lot of traction and you can see those as well right on the platform. You just watch for those. Um, My fellow Americans, I have given you the answers today. I've given you the game plan. I've been very straight. There wasn't any drama here. Nobody got nasty, didn't need to, didn't have to raise our voices, didn't do any of that. Just very practical, very steady, but very affirmed advice I've given you, very affirmative advice we need to take hold of. And this is how you do it. If you want change, that's the way to do it. We'll be talking much more about this as we continue to move forward. Uh, May God bless every one of those lost souls in Uvalde, Texas, to be sure. And every other lost soul we've had in these horrific school shootings, which is now an epidemic stage here. Uh, And prayers and love go out to these families. Their lives will never rejoin. Time will not heal this. Time will not heal this. This is permanent. This is a scar that has destroyed their lives as they know them. And it's another sad, sad day in America. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America. 